Thanks for joining us for the special Mid-East Prophecy Edition of In Spirit and Truth with Pastor J.D. Farag of Calvary Chapel, Kaneohe. Pastor J.D. shares the Mid-East Prophecy Update from an Arab perspective as he connects the dots of current events geopolitically with last day's prophecies biblically. It is our belief that the next event on God's prophetic clock is the rapture of the Church of Jesus Christ. It is our hope that these Bible prophecy updates will not only ready you and steady you for His return, but that they will also encourage you to share the gospel with others in order that the rapture will not be as a thief in the night. We look at the state of our world and you'd have to be blind, deaf and dumb not to see that we're going downhill fast. But today, Pastor J.D. encourages us by reminding us that the night is darkest before the dawn and our world will be the darkest before Christ's return. Don't give up hope because He hasn't given up on you. Now, don't forget to stay with us after today's Prophecy Update to learn how you can become a Facebook friend or watch the weekly Prophecy Update at jdfarag.org. Now, here's Pastor J.D. with today's Prophecy Update as shared on May 29th, 2022. Today, (laughs) I want to talk with you about that saying. I'm sure you've heard it. It's always darkest before the dawn. And I want to talk about this as it relates to Bible prophecy. I think you would agree that the world today is becoming increasingly evil with each passing day and is seemingly getting darker by the day. (laughs) How's that for an introduction? But God... (laughs) Like with the darkest period of the night being right before the sun rises, so too is the darkest period of human history right before the sun returns. Sun, capital S-O-N. Right before Jesus returns in the rapture of the church, it will be the darkest period in the night in terms of human history. However, This evil, and evil like this, will continue to get worse, and the world will continue to get darker as the day fast approaches, and here's why. Bible prophecy tells us, warns us, about how bad it will be right before the rapture of the church, and it's getting bad. I mean, let's just be honest with ourselves. We cannot package this any other way than the reality of what's happening. It's getting very dark, and the world is becoming very evil. But that's a good thing, because as the world is becoming increasingly perilous and evil, we can know that the rapture of the church is at the door. Because again, the Bible tells us what the world is going to look like at the time of the end. I want to start with Second Timothy chapter 3, beginning in verse 1, a very familiar passage. The Apostle Paul writing to Timothy by the Spirit says, But know this, that in the last days perilous times will come. 
And he's going to go on now to list 19 characteristics, 19 markers of what those perilous times in the last days that are coming are going to look like. Listen to this list. As I read it, view it, (laughs) because it reads like your news feeds, for men will be lovers of themselves, lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderers, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure, rather than lovers of God, having a form of godliness, but denying its power. And from such people turn away. By the way, (laughs) this was written to the church. Timothy, a pastor of this church, this letter is written to him and read to the church not the world. This list, I'm not going to read it again, so (laughs) no worry. I should, I won't. But this was a description of what would happen within the church in the last days when the perilous times come. When the Apostle Paul writes to the church in Ephesus, Ephesians chapter 5, beginning in verse 15, he says, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools, but as wise. And here's why. Redeeming the time, because the days are evil. This is no time to play around. This world that we're living in today is not a playground, it is a battleground, and sadly many a Christian today is playing church. I'll take it a step further, dare I say, sadly, I say this with a a broken heart, not a condemning or pointing finger, but many a pastor today is playing church too. Ephesians chapter 6, this is a very, again, familiar passage, speaking of the armor of God. I want to draw your attention to the first part of verse 13, where Paul says, Therefore, take up the whole armor of God. And again, here's why, the why behind the what. That you may be able to withstand in the evil day. That's why. And then Jesus, in Matthew's Gospel, chapter 24, verse 37, He says, For the coming of the Son of Man will be just like the days of Noah. Do you want to know what the days of Noah were like? Well, you know what they were like. We're told what they were like in Genesis chapter 6. I want to read verse 5. Then the Lord saw that the wickedness of man was great in the earth, and listen to this, that every intent of the thoughts of his heart was only evil continually. 
Wow. <laughs> Let that sink in. In other words, continually, all the time, only evil, evil only, continually, and every intention, every intent, every thought of the heart was only evil continually. I have this picture in my mind's eye that it was so bad they would wake up in the morning and think about new evil to invent. That's how wicked man had become. And Jesus says that when he returns it will be like it was in the days of Noah. I would argue that we're living in a day that would certainly rival what it was like in the days of Noah, the increasing of wickedness and darkness. If you'll kindly allow me to, I want to take the remainder of our time together today to expound on this. And with the help of the Holy Spirit, I'm actually hoping that this will be an encouragement to you. I just want to share with you what the Lord has encouraged me with over this last week, and I hope it will be an encouragement to you as well. So this last week I had a number of people apprise me of yet another recent pandemic exercise reminiscent of Event 201 in 2019. We've covered Event 201 in depth in prior updates, but I'll just briefly explain what it is or was. It was held in New York City on October 18th, 2019. Get your bearings straight on the timeline here. October 2019. And this was, and you, by the way, you can still go online and watch the videos of this exercise, this simulation. It was a high-level pandemic exercise simulating a global outbreak modeling what they called a, quote, fictional coronavirus. Hmm. October 2019. How did they know? It was hosted by the World Economic Forum, the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, and Johns Hopkins University. Fast forward to March of 2021, when the NTI Nuclear Threat Initiative, who it should be noted receives funding from the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation, which is the same foundation that funds the World Health Organization. Well, the NTI partnered with the Munich Security Conference to conduct a tabletop exercise on reducing high-consequence biological threats. The exercise examined gaps in national and international biosecurity and pandemic preparedness architectures, exploring opportunities to improve prevention and response capabilities for high-consequence biological events. What, pray tell, biological events are they talking about? Oh, 
when you get to page 8 on this downloadable 36-page PDF file, which we provided a link to, you read the following, and I quote, Developed in consultation with technical and policy experts, the exercise scenario portrayed a deadly global pandemic involving an unusual strain of monkeypox virus that emerges and eventually spreads globally. Later in the exercise, the scenario reveals that the initial outbreak was caused by a terrorist attack using a pathogen engineered in a laboratory with inadequate biosafety and biosecurity provisions and weak oversight. The exercise, listen, the exercise scenario concludes with more than 3 billion with the B cases and 270 million fatalities globally. As part of the scenario development process, NTI conducted a virtual consultation with experts in December 2020. Forgive me for chuckling, but I heard this last week. I don't know who said it, but it kind of paints the picture, I think. The fireman is the arsonist. Say the same thing in a different way. The arsonists set the fire, and then they show up on the scene as the firemen to put out the fire. You get the picture? Hmm. Well, as you might imagine, this caught the attention of many people, and rightfully so, so much so, that Tuesday of last week on May 24th, NTI had to publish an official statement and FAQ regarding this tabletop exercise. People started asking questions. Wait a minute, you did this exercise on a monkeypox virus breaking out, emerging, and spreading globally? In it, they desperately make several failed attempts to dismiss this as mere coincidence especially given that the aforementioned PDF file has a scenario on page 10 in which a monkeypox outbreak occurs on May 15th of 2022. Today's date's the 29th, right? So wait, let me, let me see if I got this straight. So they do this simulation of an outbreak of the monkeypox virus. And in this simulation, this tabletop exercise, they present the scenario where the outbreak occurs May 15th of 2022. I may be wrong, but I think that might be the exact day that we saw on our television screens that all of a sudden now, oh, it's just right on schedule. How did they know? Hmm. Things that make you go, hmm. 
Here's another one for you. I forget who said it, but it goes something like this. The best way to control the opposition is to lead it. Now, if this weren't bad enough, the scenario goes on to say that the monkeypox was engineered, listen very carefully to this, to be vaccine resistant. Here we go again and that there would be international supply chain challenges. Well, it's actually possibly even more evil and dark than we might think. Please hear me out. There are many who believe that said monkeypox is actually very similar to shingles, which is a known adverse event due to the COVID injection. And if this is true, then it should come as no surprise that this is yet another deception in lying about and covering up the evil agenda of a global genocide, which the book of Revelation describes in prophetic and graphic detail. I don't want you to be shocked by this, but I'm actually going to bring it to an end. I'm okay. Are you okay? I'm going to bring it to an end the way we began. And I'm going to simply say that yes, it is getting very evil, and very dark, but that means Jesus is coming. Because again, yeah, praise the Lord. I'm actually going somewhere with this, and I wanted to have the time so I'm not rushed at the end to just share with you from my heart to yours. There are so many people that are really struggling, and it's just getting so dark, and it's getting so hard, and the days are getting so evil. And many are losing heart. And for some, the Lord cannot come soon enough, because many are just hanging on by a thread. And then to know that it's potentially going to get even worse, Lord, I don't know how I'm going to make it. Lord, please, if you don't rapture us out of here like now, <laughs> I don't know how I'm going to get through this. Well, I want to encourage you again with something the Lord ministered to me this last week. We as believers in and followers of Jesus Christ have the assurance, assurance of God's unbreakable promises. Replete throughout Scripture, we are promised, and God cannot break a promise. God has given us His Word. God will keep His Word, and God will keep you. He will never abandon you. He can't. He will always deliver you from all of your fears. How? Don't know. 
don't know how, don't know the way, don't know when. That's the biggie, isn't it? Because the when, I want the when to be now. But the Lord's timing is always perfect. And the struggle is this, because as we see the world getting more and more evil and darker by the day, and we know the promises of God, but it's getting from the darkness of the evil of the days in which we live to when that trumpet sounds. And I want to ask you a question. Do you actually believe that God will abandon you or forsake you now? You know that God will see you through no matter how bad it is. No matter how bad it gets, it cannot change how good God is. Yeah, but pastor, I, with all due respect, <laughs> I always like that intro. With all due respect, you have no idea what I'm going through. Well, I don't, but God does. Yeah, but it's really getting hard. I don't know how I'm going to make it. I mean, it's not just one day at a time. It's just like one moment at a time. Well, the Lord is there, and the Lord will see you through. Can I say it like this? He has way too much invested in you. You realize that, right? You know the parable of the pearl of great price, where the guy goes and sells everything in order to purchase that property, in order to get that, that pearl? We're the pearl. And he purchased us. And it cost him everything. And he loves us so much, and he has so much invested in us, he will never abandon us. He knows exactly what it is that you need, even before you need it, even before you pray it. He knows exactly what you need, and he will always provide everything you need at the time you need it. We want him to do that before though, so that we know it's there. We're just like the Israelites, right? We want tomorrow's manna today just so I can sleep better tonight knowing that it's there. No, you just have to trust me. It'll be there. Wait, so uh, how do I know? Oh, it, it'll be there. I, I'm pretty sure if you go back into the account in Scripture, you will not find one time where the Israelites woke up and the manna wasn't there, or it was late. Supply chain issues. <laughs> well, it was always there. What was the whole point of the manna thing? <laughs> By the way, the manna is a type of Christ, you know. And the whole point of it was, I want you to trust me. Because everything in us chafes at walking by faith and trusting in Him. We're so glad you joined us for this Prophecy Update on In Spirit and Truth. Do the things you hear about on this program cause you to feel unsettled? Perhaps there are too many things coming into play that make you stop and wonder if you're truly living in the end times. 
If that's the case, we hope that through these updates, you are reminded of God's faithfulness through His Word and that His promises will be fulfilled. This can be a benefit to you. Being around other believers can give you support regarding these things that are happening around you. If you're in the area and haven't found a church home yet, we invite you to come visit us and get to know the heart behind this ministry. You can join us for a time of worship at Calvary Chapel Kaneohe on Sundays at 8.30 or 10.45 a.m. and Thursdays at 7 p.m. for Bible study with Pastor J.D. If you'd like more information on joining us or for additional resources, go to jdfarag.org and scroll to the bottom of the page. That's jdfarag.org. There, you'll find a Calvary link that will take you to the church's website. While you're at our website, be sure to check out additional teachings from Pastor J.D. Another interesting point of reference is a tab that says ABCs. This is useful for anyone seeking and wanting to find out more about Jesus and His love for you as an individual. That's all available at our website. Again, that's jdfarag.org. Our time with you is up for today, but thanks for tuning in to spend this time with us. Join Pastor JD for another edition of In Spirit and Truth.